everybody, welcome to the Nerdum Podcast. My name is Josh. And this is Leonard. And we are back, and this time we have come back together uh, without Felix one more time. Uh, hopefully Felix will be on next week's podcast, where we actually get to discuss the season finale of Loki. Uh, or the series finale, who are, no, just really the season finale. Se- season, yeah. Yeah, so, of Loki. So, um... We look forward to being able to do that. What we wanted to talk about today, though, we wanted to come together, and we wanted to talk about the new Marvel Studios film, uh, Black Widow, starring Scarlett Johansson in the formidable role of Black Widow, uh, Florence Pugh as, uh, what was her name, Yolanda? Uh, Yelena Belova. Yelena, yeah. Yelena Dan Harbour, or David Harbour from... uh, You'll know him from Stranger Things. He plays uh, the Red Guardian. And okay. Rachel Weiss as the Iron Maiden? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was the character they were shooting for with her. Um, but I do believe he says her name is the Iron Maiden in the movie. Yeah, he does. Okay. I, I, I could not remember right off the top of my head uh this movie is directed by kate shortland i was looking at kate shortland's like uh like filmography and looking at her filmography i see nothing that i've seen that she ever directed (laughs) so this is my first time seeing this director uh marvel has a real pretty good track record with um Little, like, littler, like lesser to, known, yeah, little lesser to unknown uh, directors coming and uh, you know taking over big projects like this. Um, so this movie obviously takes place between the events of Civil War and the events of uh, Infinity War, and uh, I think they do a pretty good job right off the bat uh, establishing where we are timeline wise. Would you agree? That would. Yeah. Um, so they, they do that. I did still find myself wanting to tell my wife, you know, while watching the movie, hey, this takes place between these. <laughs> 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 Just because I wasn't sure. Like, she's not a Marvel fan like us where she's not. She doesn't know where in the timeline this yeah so it might seem a little off yeah so it was one of those things where i was like oh i just want to make sure she's you know understanding where this is supposed to take place because i think without without knowing the marvel time yeah without knowing context to the marvel timeline i think this might be confusing for people Mm -hmm. um i could see this being confusing to maybe the more casual marvel fan um, but yeah, so, uh, this movie obviously takes place between those timelines. Black Widow is on the run from, uh, uh, Thunderbolt. Yep. <laughs> William, uh, Hurst, or is that uh, William yeah. Hurt? Uh, Ross. Yeah. Ross Thunderbolt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well, she's just basically on the run from the government. So, uh, and it's pretty funny cause like it's established pretty early. Like she doesn't know where Cap is. Um, they're just all it, which makes sense because I was like, "Oh, why? Why doesn't she know where Cap is?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, the end of at the end of Civil War, she's talking to Tony in Avenger, you know, in the Avengers compound, and Cap's already Cap and Bucky have already left by this point, so they're already gone, and now she has to go on the run by herself." Mm-hmm. 
So I was like, oh yeah, like it, it, it definitely, I didn't remember that until I, until I was like, oh yeah, like I had to sit there and think about like why she wouldn't know where Cap is. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, uh, Leonard, this is a movie that I think we've talked about a couple times on this podcast whenever we see trailers or such. Um, you know, Leonard or uh, Felix and myself had once before described this movie as maybe a movie that is maybe a little late to the party um, for this character um, to get their own film. Uh, I really want to see what you think of Black Widow. So take it away. For me personally, uh, it's not a, it's not a bad movie. It's not a horrible movie. Um, I think it would have hit a lot better if they would have allowed it to come out in the timeline of when it should have came out. Yeah. Um, it would have flowed with, it would have flowed into the other movies a lot better than it does as a standalone movie. Yeah. Um, like I said, this was probably one of the, one of the ones I think I was like the least excited about. Yeah. Um, I would say my expect it it was better than what my expectations of it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really feel like the movie was mostly a. I mean, I don't think it. I don't think it spoils anything. I think it it was mostly a build up for Yelena. Yeah. To basically say, hey, this is going to be our m- widow moving forward. Yeah. Because her character actually was pretty charismatic, pretty funny, uh, likable. So uh, I liked I liked the movie. I, I didn't dislike it, but it didn't like wow. It didn't have like the same um, wow factor that some of the other ones, some of the other Marvel films had for me. Yeah, um, I, I totally agree with you on on a lot of those points. I do feel like this would be better. This would have been better suited coming out like right after Civil War, right before we went into a big event movie. Um, you know, I read some reviews on this uh, since we've talked or since I've watched it. And a lot of people complain about it feeling too low stakes compared to what we just saw in Infinity yeah, War. And but, things. Uh, but at the timeline that that's happening, there are no, you know, it's. Yeah, yeah. It's happening at a time where there aren't really any any big stakes other than her personal uh her personal, I guess, demons you want if you want to call them that, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I I I I while I agree with some of these these uh these statements about how it does feel a little small, um I also give it the benefit of the doubt of being this is a human character, like while Black Widow obviously has a lot of skills that she demonstrates throughout this movie um you know fighting and and all all the stuff that she does and she's been doing it since you know i mean really since uh her introduction into the mm-hmm. MCU um she's always proved herself to be a pretty competent fighter and as the movies have gotten uh as the movies have gone on she's taken a bigger role in being more while being a superhero more of a fun- being more of like a frontline fighter yeah yeah and it's not like that you you it's it's almost you know like yeah yes she's a human yes she has no superpowers but but, and the reason this movie kind of works for her though 
the same way I think what they'll probably do with all the Hawkeye stuff is they're they're considered what's to be like skill heroes, meaning they don't have super they don't have superpowers. They probably aren't like uh, they're not like Steve, where they're like they yeah. have uh, super soldier augmented strength and all that stuff. They're just basically people who are really good at skill. They or have skills, skills you know. Yeah, skill, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like it worked for her because the people they surrounded her with in the film pretty much were the same. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I think that's where my critique of this movie versus the people that just go, Oh, it's very under like stakes wise. It's very underwhelming. That's where our separate, like that's where their views of it and mine kind of start separating where I go, well, for this type of character, the stakes feel just about as much as they should feel what they will be able to handle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Without being like an Avengers level threat or a threat. Thor level threat or, you know, like you can have Thor fight, uh, you know, an ice giant or, you know, something like that. You can't really have that with Black Widow. It needs to be another yeah, she, skilled. But, yeah, you know, it there, It has to be something that you would want to, the fight has to translate on camera to an actual, okay, this is, it's fantasy and it's all make-believe, but also there's a level of uh, authenticity to it. Yeah, it, it almost reminds me of like in the season of Daredevil where he's fighting the Punisher, you know, it's like. Yeah, it's a it, gritty, visceral down to earth grounded fight. Yeah, and uh you know, uh I I had the same critique of of uh of uh what's her name? Florence uh y- uh Yelena. Oh, Yelena. Yeah. Yeah. I love that character. I I thought the character was just like you said, very charismatic. I thought she was very funny. Um I like how she made fun of things in the MCU um yeah. that that have happened. I like all the references to you know, well, where's Cap? Blah blah blah. Like you know, it's always it's always this thing about like, it's almost like they're they're kind of shitting on her for being an Avenger. Like, yeah, it's um like a yeah like taking digs at her. Yeah, they're they're always taking digs at her. Which I, being the kind of person I am, and the way I joke with people, I do that a lot too. I like I like digging on people. That's how like I, not because I'm jealous. Like you know, it's nothing like that. It's just that I like. I like doing that. Like, I think it's fun. Um, I mean, to an extent, I even kind of enjoyed the Red Guardian character. It's just that they didn't really get a lot of. They weren't as fleshed out as I thought they were going to be. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think the 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 Iron uh, Rachel Wise or or uh, David Harbour's uh, characters. I don't think they were nearly as fleshed out as I also thought they would be. But I feel I felt like they, they probably couldn't have because then you start stretching, you know, like when you have like four or five main characters in a movie, you can't give all of them their character development and backstory because it's going to take something away. Yeah, but I also do. I mean, it does give you it does give you a sense of who these people are, because or at least for like uh, the Red Guardian, like. There's points in the movie where he's just like, I was just doing my job. Like, yeah, he's, you know, I was assigned this. I didn't want to do this. I wanted to be the superhero that I was meant to be. And they put me in fucking Ohio and, you know, made yeah. me have kids. And I played my role. I that, That's what I did. And this is how I was, you know, rewarded for <laughs> yeah, doing doing my job. And it's um, 
so there are those moments and there are a lot of the things where he's like he's trying to be you know he's it's like the reluctant father like he doesn't want to be their dad but at the same time he he realizes like oh like fucking yeah you guys were kids like including uh the uh the the uh what's her name character fuck i keep forgetting their name yolanda Oh, uh, Yelena. Yelena. God damn. Yelena, Yelena, Yelena. Yeah, so including the Yelena character who, like, so when Scarlet, or when, when Natasha is young, she knows that this is a job. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but Yelena doesn't. Like, she's still child innocent, thinks that this is all real, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably grew up thinking that she was adopted by this family that, you know, like, you know, and that's probably what her life, what what she thought her life was. So, um, there is a really I, I, kind of a touching, you know, scene when they're in the bedroom talking to each other. You know, and like even when she's like telling him, she's like, you know, this is fake to you, but it was real to me. You know, this was a real family to me. And uh, you know, and then even when you know they're explaining the mind control aspect of how um, uh, Rachel Weiss's character has developed this blockage basically that will fuck you know uh, allow the widows to not think for themselves and how she developed it and how yelena was it was used on her you know so yeah. it's like you you directly and even the uh, whole thing even the whole like human trafficking kind of yeah yeah thing, it, it's just like uh, i mean it had it was it they, they they tried to be as dark as they possibly could be with like a pg-13 right yeah yeah but uh, I just thought of this film would have done for Black Widow if it came out and and that and it fit in the, nicely in the little timeline that what the Ant Man film did for Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right about that too. Because I, if the Ant Man movie had been pushed back and it was coming out like right now, it, people I don't think that character would have been as what's the word. You, a lot more people cared about Ant-Man than you thought they would. Yeah. And a lot more people liked that character after the first movie. Because when it, I, I, I remember when it first came out, people were like, oh, I'm not excited about who's yeah, Who cares Ant-Man. about Ant-Man? Yeah. And then when people went to see it, they were like, oh, this is great. And then it, it also tied you into, I think the Ant-Man films tied you in. Yeah. Tied you into two other major films. Yeah. Whereas if they would have done Black Widow the same way, it's like, oh, okay, we got some character background now. She... We we kind of understand why she is the way she is now, and why she feels like the event, why she's why she's so close, why she sticks her neck out for people. Yeah, I think it would have it would have pushed her character over the top to being one of the more popular characters for that original um, those original movies. Yeah, I think some of the stuff that doesn't work in its favor, including since you know Endgame and Infinity War came before it, is like there. It, it I I kind of feel like this cheapens the moment in in uh in endgame when you know they, they're when natasha's like she was given this family you know mm-hmm. it, it to me it, it doesn't feel like i mean maybe is it cheapen maybe it downplays it a little bit because now now given you know what we know now from the black widow movie we understand that she also did develop this relationship with uh yelena so yeah and the black widow movie also sheds light on like she she knows that she's done some shitty things in her life too yeah 
if it like said if it would have came out before the other ones then that would have been her big uh i don't want to say like uh redemption moment but it, it that 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 moment would have hit harder when she was like, well, I'm going to sacrifice myself to save everyone else. Well, and like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like they had been playing up the Budapest, you know, uh, scene, you know, like. Gay- oh, for like three, three different, three different yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I don't know if if I was the only person that was kind of let down by what happened Oh, in, what exactly happened? Yeah, like I was like, oh, it was that. That was what they were referring like when they're flying through outer space. It's like we're a long way from Budapest. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm like, well, yeah, fuck, dude. All you did there was blow up, you know, a uh, uh, evil man that you thought you killed, and you know their child, which okay, is so, a fucked up situation. Okay, and that, I don't know if, if we're if I'm jumping too far ahead. Oh no, we're we're I just, will say we're just what, talking about the movie in general. We're not we're not okay. like going scene by scene or anything. So. I will say something that I I tried not to pay t- like give it too much stock, but it still did bother me. Yeah. I did not really like the Taskmaster thing. Um, what the I would have preferred. The, I would have preferred if it just would have been. I mean. Within within the story that they told, it did it it, it kind of made sense. It did make sense. In the story they tell, it makes sense. In the story of Taskmaster, it really doesn't. It doesn't. I'm just like so. They just uh, took a character and fitted it, just made it retrofitted to make you know this movie. Also, I don't feel like the Taskmaster was like. They were he really the she or he or uh, yeah we're just gonna spoil it. She wasn't even in the movie all that much for being the exactly. main villain because in the trailers that that's what i was like because in the trailers they make sure they show you taskmaster shooting the bow and and using the claws i was like oh so that going into it you're thinking and that's going to be the super main villain throughout the entire movie yeah and uh i mean i did although there are things that i there are things that they did get right about taskmaster about how how it's a mimic how it how it mm-hmm. can learn and i i did like all that because there were there were multiple, you know, uh, fighting styles that they used in that, you know, which that actually was cool. Yeah, because I like. I mean, there's the Hawkeye fighting style with the arrow, and then he there's does a T'Challa. The, yeah, he does T'Challa when he's got the, you know, when she's got the um the claws, and you know, even the movements, and and then Cap with the shield, and like, so there are all these different styles that she. Or that the Taskmaster, but again. and the way that they do it though is it's more like programming right like kind yeah, of like a cyborg i i guess that's what it was supposed to be like because they plug that thing in the back of her head yeah that's know. what i was like i was like oh so is it they're like downloading fight data to her or she i'm not saying it was i'm not i'm not one of these people oh i don't even hate the fact that they made taskmaster a chick I really oh don't. I, I it's just i, don't that I was just like that, yeah I, it's just like no, the the background from taskmaster being in like spider-man stuff and avengers stuff yeah was that one he was a failed shield agent yeah and then two it was okay i can mimic and learn styles from other people but every time i do that i lose part of my own personality that's why he's kind of like borderline batshit craziest yeah yeah but i was like oh well yeah, I was like, I like at least that Taskmaster showed up. It just wasn't the best representation in my mind of what they could have 
done with that character. I, I, I totally agree with you. I, I see Taskmaster, like, I like Taskmaster as, as a villain. I've always. Because again, he's not super powered. He's yeah. a skill, yeah, he's a, skill a skill villain. <laughs> and, and I think that's what they were thinking when they made this. You know, I could be wrong and probably am wrong, but it was probably one of those things of, uh, who can we get that can be a formidable person that is kind of a throwaway character that, you know, that yeah, we could just, I get what you're saying. And, and maybe we bring Taskmaster back later, but maybe we don't. Like you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like they wanted a a villain that presented enough of a problem for Natasha without being oh OP, and yeah, yeah, and including for like I said, Natasha and you know the Red Guardian and uh, Yelena and you know, so it, it at the end of the day, I I. Like the only scene, like there's a lot of scenes in it that I actually like. I, I like the fight scene on the bridge. Um, I do like the uh, the car chase yeah. was great. The set the set pieces were really good though. Oh like, yeah, it was vin- it's vintage Marvel. Yeah, you know what this? You know what it remind like this is the first spy movie since uh, Captain America: Civil War. I mean, uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. yeah, and this it felt in the same realm. I just don't think it was as nearly as strong as that entry into the spy realm of uh, Marvel. Yeah, but uh, overall, I really did enjoy the movie. I, um, you know, it, it's not, it's not going to be high on my list. It's not going to be. It it's could, not the lowest either. It's though. not the lowest. It's probably somewhere near you know, the middle to the bottom, like the, the, the last third of, of everything or the last three fourths or whatever. Um, It'd probably be for me, wherever I have, um, wherever I have the second Ant-Man movie. Yeah. I could probably be right in somewhere around there. I, I, I could see that too. Um, because like, you know, I'm like, Oh, well this taskmaster, if people complain about Marvel having characters that are just carbon copies of, of villains or of uh, of their hero, then this is a literal representation of that. <laughs> like, in all honesty, because it is a uh, well. What can he do? Everything. Everything. You can do. Yeah. Anything you can do, I can do better. Um, but even on the even on the people who are harping on the oh the girl power thing, I think it. I don't think they try to force feed you that. At least I didn't get that. I don't think they try to force feed you the the girl power narrative stuff during the film. Uh, it just so happens that, you know, three of the characters are female. Yeah. They are great fighters. They have backstories. So it's not like it's ham fisted just here. Take this. Take this. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't feel that at all. I really like the character of Mason, the guy that's like um, her uh, basically like fucking merchant. <laughs> like merchant yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the guy who uh, what do you call those? Her Q. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's kind of what he is. He's kind of like Q from the James Bond series. You know, he's like, I'll I'll get you weapons that you need, you know? And I've seen other people like with their reviews saying that, oh, well, this movie just basically did. It didn't feel like the Black Widow movie. It felt like the Yelena movie. And I'm like. It it gives Black Widow her her background and stuff that people probably wanted. But then they also were smart enough to understand that. They're not going to be using that Black Widow because she's dead. Yeah. So, hey, we have a new Black Widow. People, if we introduce her in this film, then it, you know, people, oh, okay, well, this, 
we see that she kicks ass in this film. We see that she's funny and she's witty and she's young. That'll just segue into future projects. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any problems with uh, Yelena in this. I, honestly, and, I, and like I, you, and like I said with you, even before the movie came out, and 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 uh, we saw that Yelena was going to be a character in it, yeah. and I was like, well, she was a she was Black Widow in the comics for a while, so they're probably going to somehow have her be Black Widow for a time. And I was and I was, I was like, cool with that going into it because you're like, well, you already know that. They're not going to be using Scarlet anymore. Yeah. How did you uh, feel about the reveal that the person that she thought she killed years ago was actually alive and living in basically solitude up in the sky? How, how did you feel about that whole situation? Uh, it was like it was kind of a good twist. I, I actually. Yeah, I thought it was a, a pretty good twist. I was like, because uh, most of that movie, you can kind of predict as you're watching it. Yeah. And then you go, oh, shit, they got one. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I mean, even though, like, I mean, literally, we're getting into spy shit because she does the Mission Impossible thing again. Yep. Where she pulls her face off and she, you know, like, in the, in the, the, but here's another thing. Like, Black Widow, the character. Is a spy. Yeah, she's a spy. And she's proven throughout the seat. Like, that. this is the thing. I believe everything in this movie because of everything that's come before it with the Black Widow. Because you know she's capable of multiple things. Exactly. So, like, they didn't do anything in this movie with the character of the Black Widow that I didn't believe she could do. She could do, yeah. And that I think I really appreciate that about this movie. Because, like, even, like, one of my favorite scenes is uh, when she's she's going to kill... Um, I forget his name. It, it's the, the guy that runs the Red Room. I can't... I can't I yeah, can't it starts it. with a D. I'm not going to try it either. Cause yeah. I, I... <laughs> something something Russian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but she's like, she was gonna, she's going to kill him, and she's got the gun out, and he's like, okay, yeah, kill me. And she tries to pull the trigger. She can't. And then she takes out a knife, and she's he tries... You know, she's like, okay. He's like, here, take this. Try to kill me. And, he, and she can't. And then he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm not an idiot. I fucking, you know, pl- planted yeah. something in you that you can't kill Master. me. Yeah, mastermind stuff. Yeah, like I planted something in you because if you smell my pheromones, you can't kill me. And I was like, oh, fucking, that's that's some mastermind shit. That's some great shit. Yeah, and then that's knowing you, that's knowing you have a weapon that you don't ever want to turn on you. Exactly, and and I I really like that. And then, but then, ten times more did I like when she broke her own fucking nose and she played like the scared girl that was getting beat up. You yep. know. Like, oh my god, you're telling me your whole plan and like and she's just she's letting him she's letting him go she through Loki'd it. Him. Yeah, she Loki'd him into it. And she lets him lets him go, lets him go, lets him go, and then finally is just like, Oh, well, since you're not man enough to do it yourself, and then she breaks her nose that way she can't smell his pheromones. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, Fucking great. I and love it. And it also that. showed that she was super into you know, super yeah. intelligent. Again, it was just like I was like because we've had the Black Widow, we've had Scarlet, and we've had this character build over all these years. Nothing that she's doing do I not believe, you know. And and I I really appreciate. Like, I do feel like this is uh, while this is a vehicle for the future with Yelena. I but feel I do. Like it was, was a good send off movie for yeah. I felt uh, like this, Scarlet's Black Widow. Yeah. I feel the same and way. She didn't really go out with like a bang in um 
Endgame, yeah. even though she had her, you know, sacrifice moment. Yeah. There was still a good, what, uh, uh, 40 minutes 40 of minutes, movie yeah. after that? Yeah, yeah, ba- basically like 40 more. So you get that minutes. moment, but then everybody mostly is going to remember. No, no, she died. That was Infinity War, right? Or was it Endgame? It was Endgame. Yeah, it was Endgame, yeah. It was Endgame. Um, you get... Um, you get a uh, cap lifting Mjolnir. Yep. And then that kind of just. <laughs> that overtakes everything. It doesn't erase it, but the, the things that people are going to remember from the oh. ending, ending of that film is going to be that and then Iron Man. Iron Man. So yeah. she kind of gets lost in the shuffle there. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, you know, I like how that's kind of played at the very end of the bumper scene of this. You know, it's kind of played like, yep. you know, while everybody knows she made a sacrifice. It's always going to be overshadowed by Tony Stark. What what Tony Stark? Oh, sacrificed. and the the chick. Uh, Jesus, I can't. I, I'm horrible with names tonight. Uh, Julia Louis, Louis Dreyfus. I can't remember the, the character. Yeah, who name. she's like. Uh, she's like. We want to know who's responsible for. I'm just like. Oh, oh man. Oh yeah, dude. I you know like and that was one of those things where I was like, oh, like this is how they're gonna tie like. You know, I I had no idea that she was going to be part of the Hawkeye show, and now she's going to be in the Hawkeye show, and I'm like really yeah. excited to see where that goes. And it's good to see that they're still keeping uh, that continuity between different like shows and and movies together too. Yeah, and I like that she had you know a gravestone where her sister could go. I mean, even there's I mean the the little thing I didn't even like probably people notice it right away when she's like, Oh yeah, this vest, it's really cool. It's got all these pockets. I liked all that. And then I was like, yeah, it, it took me like a whole day. And then I was read somewhere where it's like, Oh, it's the same Jack. It's the same vest that Scarlet wore in infinity war. And I was like, I had no fucking idea <laughs> to me. Cause I, I didn't think about it like that. I didn't think about like, Oh, this is like, this is what, why she has the vest in Infinity yep. War. Like I didn't think about that. Little stuff that just ties back into other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, I I, th- I can understand where some people that maybe picked up on it right away could think it's corny. It didn't come off corny to me. It was just like here, I want you to take something with you now, that is me. This film still does count as part of the uh, the first. Um, I don't know if you'd say it's the first phase or. Uh, this is technically yeah. part of phase four. Okay. By all technicalities, this is because the end of phase three was, um, was it Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Spider-Man uh, Far From Home was the end of phase three. That was the official ending of phase three. And this movie is the first movie of phase four. Now, of course, like this movie was supposed to come out last year. So would we feel better? different about this if this had came out basically six months seven months after and or after you know end game spider-man we probably would um that being said i went to the game movie theater controls. yeah i went to the movie theater and watched the marvel yeah, movie I, I was so I fucking excited it. like like i said if it's for the people who who really gravitate towards the the marvel style for their movies where i'm talking about it's like the not the offshoots like the doctor strange's and all i'm talking about who just like the big set pieces uh superhero poses yeah. one liners and like it it fits into that that uh that mold and it's good yeah i i even my wife liked it we both went and watched it my wife really liked it as well like it, it like at the end of the day I 
I like Black Widow, and it. I think, like you said, this was a really nice way to to send Scarlet off. You know, um, I think she's more than earned that movie yep. um, as an actress, as a um, you know creative, and you know, like she, you know, they made that movie. I think what she said is that they had the shortest amount of time of any Marvel movie to make it. So when they went to film it, they had the shortest amount of time of any Marvel movie to film it to try to get it right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, she was an executive producer on it. And I, I really even like that, like seeing that, like, cause they've been doing that with the uh, TV shows too. If you actually go look at the credits, you'll see that like, um, the actors in the yeah. episode are, Oh, see, I didn't yeah. Yeah. yeah they're take, like, they're getting to get a little bit of ownership over those characters now in these roles because i know uh i know anthony mackie and and uh, sebastian stan were both you know producers on the winter soldier Fa- uh, falcon winter soldier i think both uh bettany and um uh elizabeth olsen were on you know the production team for you know uh, uh wandavision and and uh hiddleston tom hiddleston was just an executive producer on loki so I- i'm glad oh, see i didn't know that. i didn't know that yeah and they're you know they're starting like they've got a lot of these guys like Hiddleston or Scarlet. They've got like 10 years into this. They're invested. Yeah. They're invested in this character, this character or these stories. And I think like I saw a thing the other day that said that, you know, Scarlet Johansson made $500,000 to play the black widow in Iron Man two. And she got paid like a million dollars or something like a million five to be in you know, the Avengers and like 2 million to be in Captain America. And so like, she got paid on this one. She got like 20 million to be in this movie. This is the first one that she's ever gotten paid that much to be in the movie. So like, I'm happy for her. Like she stuck with the character for that long and it really paid off for her, you know? And, and she was great at playing that character and it's cool to see Marvel, is being reward her for it. Yeah. It's being like super loyal to her for that. And, and it's not a bad movie. And that that's the thing is I think it, it doesn't like, I've seen the commercials for it was like greatest Marvel movie ever. No, it's I, not, it's not that, but no. it is, it is a good, it is a good Marvel movie. Um, I would say this is a movie that is like, it's, it's not a movie that's going to blow you away, but it's a good time. And, it has all the things that you want from like a spy movie, you know, yep. like, and it's, it's better than some of the early Marvel stuff, you know, like, so, I mean, you know, like, like, like the bottom of our list, Thor and fucking, it and, just so happens that, you know, like I said, they, the timing and up for all the stuff that happened, it, it, it got delayed, delayed, delayed. But if it would have actually, released earlier than what it did i think it would have hit harder for a lot more people yeah and and you wouldn't have so i think a lot of people aren't even so much mad that oh the mood the, the, they're just upset that it took so long to see it and also i i mean if if people don't like this movie i think it might have I, this is just me looking at it if you if you don't if they don't like it it might have a lot to do with the disney plus shows because the disney plus shows have been so fucking good like all of them yeah, have been really great, I mean, but I mean, to me, it's on par with. It's yeah. even on, the the movies on par with the shows. Yeah, I like, feel quality wise, I think it's about the same. Yeah, I totally, I totally feel that way too. I think it's right. Well, that, I get what you're saying though, because the disconnect would be well, if the shows are so or this great, 
then we're expecting the movies to be ten great, times better, greater. Yeah. yeah, and 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 realistically, like if you look at the shows, they they've get they're getting to tell long form character story, you know, over and, a longer, uh, yeah, over a, over a long, longer period of time, where this is still like a two hour movie that has to you know tie into what we know and kind of lead you to where we know we're going you know mm-hmm. so i mean i i really enjoyed it i i really i really liked this movie i liked the bumper i like seeing you know is it the the dark avengers are we is is uh is what's her name building the dark avengers like um what the fuck is that character's name i have to look it up now i can't just not know Oh, uh, fucking what the fuck. <laughs> oh, they don't even have her listed here on the cast. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I can't, I can't find it. But I, I know exactly. It's just, I liked it. Uh, I think people were hating on it unjustly without it, have ever even seen the movie. Um, for whatever reason, there's so many reasons that people find to not like stuff. And I'm just like, if you just go into it as a summer action film with set pieces and it's Marvel and it's superheroes, then it's great. <laughs> Her name is Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. <laughs> yeah, we would have screwed. We would have screwed that all up. So, like having her come in at the end, and like I said, I, honestly, like I this movie would have come out before, you know, uh, this movie would have come out before Winter Soldier. Yeah, and, all the shows. And how much? I think that I think this tease would have been worse if that happened. If this came out before Winter Soldier, because we know this character a little bit better now from a, uh, co- yeah, a couple scenes right. from Winter Soldier. So we know that she's got something else and so now we she know she has an agenda. She has an agenda. She's working with with the US agent who we know is kind of a a bad version or like a, a, a more <laughs> a morally ambiguous version of of Captain America and now she's also seems to be working with uh Yelena who it could be another morally, you know, compromised version of black widow yeah and what from what it looks like with their phase or at least so far their phase four or newer stuff it seems like they're sticking closer to what characters motivations and what they do in the comics too as well though yeah so yeah so you could see where because of being fed the wrong information yelena might sway to do some things that she normally probably wouldn't do exactly and and I mean, from what we can tell in this movie is that she's been working for her for a while. So, yep. you know, like she's because she's like, I'm on vacation. <laughs> like, you're ruining my vacation. So, you know, it, it it's it's fair to or it's, it's uh, you know, fair to believe that she's been. She would have no she would have no reason to not trust. Exactly. That character because she's been working with, you know. Yeah. Um, like I said, spy, spy stuff. Spy stuff. Spy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like as I like it. I I really do. Um, if you had to give this movie a rating, uh, one to five, where do you think you would place it? One to five. One to five. Or or best out of ten. Um, let's just say let's say out of ten. Out of ten, I would give it a. I would give it a. Seven point seven. 
<laughs> you with your crazy numbers. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say this movie was about a seven. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I think it. I feel be- like it's a seven, but a seven and a half. I, yeah, I could have just said that. I was gonna say <laughs> to to me, this movie at its best, at, at its absolute best, is like a seven and a half at it at at its absolute slowest times and the times when you go uh okay let's just get to something it's like a six and a half you know (laughs) i think the the worst rating i think either of all of us have ever given a movie was like a three yeah yeah so so this is still far better than thor the dark world (laughs) which is pretty much the lowest rank one of the lowest ranked movies that we have that and the regular thor um but yeah i mean I would say this movie at its at its best, like the the my favorite scene is the scene where she breaks her nose. That's like a seven, almost an eight. Like I think yeah. that's fantastic. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, and then at its worst, it's uh, you know, it, it, it it's uh, it's like a six and a half. <laughs> so, um, but don't listen to us because we're just two boys that sit in a room and talk about weird uh, Marvel stuff. Go watch it for yourself, honestly, people. Um, Marvel or the movies are back, and if you have the opportunity and you feel safe, that's the key here. Yeah, still be safe about it, and if if you I feel mean, safe enough to go out and watch a movie, go well, out. Well, even watch that, it. if you don't, because uh, I think uh, one of the guys we worked with said he he ordered it through um, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. So I mean, if you if you don't mind spending the extra money, or it might not be a bad deal for you if you have a big family of people, because that thirty bucks, thirty bucks, like if you live in a household of like two people, the thirty bucks for that does seem a little pricey when you could just go to the movies and still save money to see it there. Yeah, like but if Jay- you got like a house with like four, four or five people in it, that thirty bucks might be a better deal. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty. If it's a better deal for you, then watch it on Disney Plus, including if you have a really nice TV and every like most of us yeah, have like a, some sounds yeah. and pop you some popcorn. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's a if thirty bucks for this movie for your family is a great fucking deal. It's but a really have good deal. Sa- having said that, I did miss seeing Marvel movies in the theater. Oh, it was so fucking it's good. Just fun. It was so good to see a Marvel movie back in the theater. I mean, I know I told you before, and we kind of i don't think we've ever said it on the podcast i would look even if mar if disney plus was like hey we're gonna show for one weekend alone we're gonna show wandavision in the theater i would go fucking watch it if they were like hey we're gonna show captain you know uh, yeah, well, just to experience on the big screen oh my sound. god it'd be so fucking amazing like just that and loki and like i would go see any of these on the big screen if they let me um but it was really nice to be able to go in the theater and and sit down and watch the movie i mean 30 bucks for you could be a great deal. I only paid 21 for me and my wife. And, you know, so it, for me and my wife, it was a better deal to go to the theater, you know? Yeah. But, but for, for people, you know, if you got kids, family and you got, then that 30 bucks might be more feasible because you can get more eyes for less ticket. Price, exactly. You know? Exactly. And, uh, you know, it, it could be good, but I, I really like, if you're a Marvel fan, Go watch this movie. It's, it's fantastic. It's, inform your own opinion. Don't let other people, trash the movie for you before you've even seen it and then you're gonna go in there going yeah well they said no just you know we even with us we're just giving you our opinions on what we saw and yeah. how, what we think of it like i said i i i uh i'm i'm pretty much i mean think I, we're pretty much a show for almost everything marvel here i think we've given everything marvel better better credit than we have anything dc 
as far as the movies go. Yeah, um, that's not on purpose. And it's not on purpose. <laughs> it's just literally most of the Marvel stuff is better than most of the DC stuff that's that we've that we've reviewed on here. Yeah, you know, quality we, wise, it is. Yeah, we like we didn't we weren't around for the Dark Knight times of 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 dc you know or i'm pretty sure we just suck their dick for an hour you know <laughs> because you know, those movies are great but uh you know instead we've been around enough you know since justice league so <laughs> you know suicide squad. Cut. uh that being said you know um just uh suicide squad james gunn suicide squad is coming out in like uh a month like is it out before shang chi it, it yeah it comes out in august so it's august 6th i believe is when uh suicide squad comes out and shang chi isn't until september so okay. it's about a month uh a month a month before shang chi and that but that is coming to hbo max too where you can go see it in the theater i think i might go see it in the theater just because why not like fucking yeah. big time movie go see it in the big theater um I, I'm all about that fucking going to the theater. I, I love it. But like I said, if you don't feel safe, then by all means, you know, you do watch it at home. Feels, feels yeah. best for you. Exactly. Do whatever you feel is best for you. Um, this movie is anywhere between a seven and a seven and a half, according to Nerdum. Um, write in and let us know what you think of the movie. If you've seen it, let us know. Um, are we off? Are there things that we missed? Um, you know, did you not like some of the Avengers references? Did you not like Yelena? Did you not really care for the um, Red Guardian? Did you not, you know, like, let us know what you what you thought about the movie. Um, you can do that on uh, Facebook, and that is Nerdum on Facebook. You can do it on Instagram. We are on Instagram. We are Nerdum on Instagram. We have an email. You can email us. It's N-E-3-D-O-R-M at gmail.com. You can email us there. Uh, we have a, a website uh, that you can get to. It's uh, Wix backslash Nerdum, right? Yep. Um, and you can you can contact us through that, or you can just go on to uh, Anchor where we post our uh, episodes, and you can leave us a voicemail and let us know what you thought of the movie. You can find us on all the podcast all the podcasting platforms out there available. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Marvel's back. The movies are back. We uh, got to support them if we want theaters to stay open. Uh, they did make a lot of money off of us on Endgame. Yeah, they... <laughs> but, I mean, this movie even, I mean, I don't know if you saw the numbers for the first weekend. They made $80 million. I think it was crazy, right? Yeah, they made $80 million in the theaters, which is the highest that the theaters has been since, you know, post-COVID. So since they've been open, this $80 million was the biggest gross in a weekend. And they made like sixty million on Disney Plus. Good lord! So yeah, a lot. So a lot of people did take advantage of the uh, uh, a lot of premium. People, yeah, a lot of people took advantage of it, and I don't blame them. Like it's a like like you said, if you have a large family and you can stay at home and you got a good TV and you can do all that and people won't get distracted and bother you, then by all means do it. If it's going to save you some money, fucking, that's the way to watch it. But uh. I think that's going to be it this week. Uh, it's kind of a longer episode. Next week, we will be back. Uh, we are coming back to talk about the finale of Loki, like I said at the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. We're just going to talk about Loki in general, uh, the whole show probably, because uh, we're hoping that Felix will be back on next week to actually sit down and discuss Loki. Um, yep. 
So uh, one more thing before we head out. Uh, did you, you saw the, the crossover between Deadpool and Korg, right? <laughs> yeah. So is this the first MCU Fox cinematic crossover? I, I believe it is. No. Uh, well, no. Wait. Uh, Quicksilver would have been right. Yeah. Well, yep. no, not even that. The uh, Jesus, my my brain's not working the way I can see it in my head, but the words aren't. Um, Vulture in the Vulture in the oh yeah in Morbius the, Morbius trailer. Well, that's right. a Sony crossover. Oh okay. So yeah, I think I think uh, uh, Ralph Boner in WandaVision might be the first one. But uh, if you haven't watched the the Deadpool reacts to <laughs> Free Guy um, movie trailer on uh, YouTube, you should go check that out. It's got Korg in it. It's got Deadpool in it. It's actually really good. And Korg looks really good. Like the CGI looked really yeah, fucking CG good. Yeah, the CGI looks top notch. Yeah, it looked really great. Spared so no expense. Yeah, yeah. Disney <laughs> bought that movie and or they bought that studio and got that movie in the deal. So they're like, well, I guess we can spend some money to fucking promote it. <laughs> Uh, it's a, like a free movie that they got. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to be it this week. I'm Josh. And this is Leonard. And uh, that's Nerdum. And uh, you're such a poser. <laughs>